2: 2017, and I remember to say 2017, and as always, I'm joined here at the helm by my brother in the martial arts, Tifu Robert Deals. Sifu Bob, how you doing today, man?
3: Good. It's uh, we're, I'm enjoying this wonderful weather. It's starting to cool down a little bit, but today it was 75 and sunny, bright oh, sunshine. Well. But the next one... <laughs>
4: The next four
3: days, (laughs) it's supposed to rain like hell. And, of course, I had to be the good friend and send you a snapshot of the weather report
4: for today. I know, right?
2: Yeah, and it's only, (laughs) let's see, what's the weather like over here? It is, let's see, (laughs) 40 degrees and raining. So it's a a lot warmer than 30 degrees in my no-heater car because my heater's on the fritz. So, so this is bearable So stay tuned folks Because it's 6.30 Around 6.30 or so Remember this is live radio And, ne- and nothing ever goes to the minute As me and Bob planned But at 6.30 we're going to be joined by Actress, martial artist and stunt person Crystal Santos Now to speak with this very talented Actress and martial artist Give us a call at 6.30 347 677-0699 That's our call in number Let me give it to you again Three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. Again, the phone line's open at around six thirty, not before. So if you call in between now and six thirty, I can't get to your phone. So if you call around six thirty, I'll get to your phone. Speak Live with Crystal Santos. All right, let's get on with the show. Let's get moving. Who do we have for birthdays on your end, there, Sifu Bob? Okay. Well,
3: okay. I gotta open it up this way. My okay. wife and I were, you, you and I have eaten there for, before. It's Bob's Big Boy in, in Toluca Lake, right? Actually, it's Burbank. Right. So, right. they have, you know, what? you remember what their slogan is? No. You probably don't. It's Home of the Big Boy. Okay. Well, I I we were sitting there, she she was paying the bill, and I started laughing. They have, I, I kid you not, they have a pair of boxers. On the wall with the big boy logo on it and it says home of the big boy. And I said, Honey, you gotta get me a pair. (laughs) And she looks me and she looks me square in the eye and says, Why?
2: (laughs) Where's my rim shot when I need it? I don't (laughs) Oh my God, I wanted to shoot her.
3: He said it as straight face as you can imagine. Why? <laughs>
4: <laughs> and this oh, literally goodness. happened
3: twenty minutes ago.
2: Oh my God. That's hilarious. Oh, but that but but see, you know <laughs> we don't hear very many funny stuff from Jenny, so she gets a second rim shot. <laughs> oh my god. I I um, was dying. That's hilarious.
3: Oh <laughs> okay, birthdays.
5: Okay, birthdays. <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> okay. We have the daughter of the drummer of the monkeys, Mickey Dolan's. His daughter Amy Dolan's birthday is today. Uh one of your students, uh John Moore, his birthday yep. is today.
4: That's Chris right.
3: Kadamian, which I which I called out on Michael and my uh Facebook Live today about going somewhere in the near future. Uh, his birthday is on the twelfth. Wing John Master, Randy Williams, his birthday is on the thirteenth. Crew Lisa King, a very good friend of ours and a good friend of the show, her birthday is mm-hmm. on the fourteenth. And Maya Nima, her birthday is also on the 14th. You know, I'm I'm just getting over this cold, Rusty, and you can still hear it in my voice. I feel yeah. like I'm going through pu I feel like I'm going through puberty all over again. <laughs>
2: You know, it usually around this season. It's my voice that goes out, and it's like yeah, that's I'm okay like, oh my because goodness. most of our listeners, but most of our listeners welcome that part of the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I need all the show fans to write in right now <laughs> and tell Bob where to stick it, like and not in his shorts. Anyway, so <laughs> on. On my end, I've got, you've already uh, mentioned John Moore, my student. And uh, we've got whip maker Ryan Galdamez. His birthday is also today. Uh, Bill Hunter from up in B.C. also today. And let's see, that's Saturday. Um, We've on January 10th, Denise Presnell is having a birthday. One of my previous students, uh, Sarah Twyford. Her birthday is also on the tenth. And on the eleventh, another one of my students, Alex Reed, a Kajakembo brother, Carl Hingston, also on the eleventh. And believe it or not, there's a guy in the Philippines named Rusty De Jesus. <laughs> His birthday is also on the eleventh. <laughs> on the twelfth, Master Justin Martin. And on the thirteenth, we got uh, Don Edwards. Bruce Seeloff, and I think that's it. And on the 14th, you've already said Lisa King, but we've got David Hogan, Michael Fuchs, and you've already said Maya Naima, and uh, that's it on my end. So for everybody having a birthday between today and the 14th, this tune is for you. Let's see if I can press the button here. (laughs)
5: birthday. We're here to party and sing to you. He's from
0: May. Hope you are bueno, the fun will rain all the whole day through.
6: From the gulf to the mountains, the city lights and fountains, we hope your birthday's excellent. You are another year older,
1: so perhaps you should be generally awesome.
0: Because today, You deserve a grand fiesta and later on pieta, and the best of everything. Sí,
4: senor! All
2: right, happy birthday, everyone. Make it a great birthday week. All right, <clears throat> let's get on with the rest of the show. We're actually going to forego our health news and our weird news and stuff like that because we want to talk a little bit about some great announcements that's uh, going to be coming up here in the next month. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Bob. He's going to start us off.
3: You know, do I have to? Because, you know, I've been teasing everybody all week long about these massive announcements that we've all been really excited about, and I don't know if I'm ready yet.
2: (laughs) Why didn't you just turn into a woman all of a sudden? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I
3: don't believe you just said that. (laughs) <laughs> That's true though. No it's Okay, kidding. so I'm kidding. Here's the deal.
2: Okay, here's the deal from Bob uh, Deal.
3: This is a a very, <laughs> I I don't know where to start actually. I
4: don't we know. are know. I'm so excited.
3: On, I know. On February 11th, the museum has chosen us. This is going to be this is going to be a historical site. I'll tell you right now. We have been chosen to be honored by the museum for our contributions to the martial arts. Now, the reason I say it's historical is it's going to be the first non-individualized honor day at the museum. That means they're not honoring any one of us. They're honoring an entity that we've developed. Yes. Right?
6: Yes.
2: Right.
3: This will, right. First, this will be the first one on Facebook Live.
2: Yes, the first it, live And it may broadcast. be the
3: first one that they filmed usually they they will not tape the Honor Days. They will run a live feed into another room so other people can watch it, but they don't Uh tape them. This also might be the first one that they ever tape. Oh, cool. The significance of this is that immediately after uh, our Honor Day, we are going to start a telethon. Technically, though, our honor day starts the telethon at four in the afternoon. Because That's right. February, February 11th from four to six is going to be our honor day. The telethon mm-hmm. is going to be from 4. PM on the 11th to 4. PM on the 12th. Mm-hmm. Now this, this is also never happened before. We are all of our proceeds from the honor day because everybody pays a $10 admission Will go towards the museum expansion project, which is what the telethon is going to be benefiting, because mm-hmm. they have so much in storage. It they they need a larger place to be able to open it up more, and that's exactly. what the telethon's for. They've got yes. donors that will that will match once the museum has come up with a certain amount of money, and I really can't disclose that amount, but they have a a. A, a suitor or a benefactor that will match that amount. Now the amount Very is quite cool. high. Uh, mm-hmm. So that may, that may get them into, uh, there's a couple of buildings. Michael has his eye out on one's uh, like a 5,000 square foot buildings, one's an 8,000 square foot building that may be available mm-hmm. at that time. And we're trying to help them out with, uh, with uh, getting it going. Now, With the the telethon, and you know more about this than than anybody else that we're talking to, we're going to have demos, live entertainment, solo artists, magicians, comedians. Uh, We're going to have panel discussions on, let's say, stunts, uh, Mm -hmm. how to get into movies. Uh, We're going to have book readings by some of the authors, Doug Wong, Benny Arquides. We're going to have interviews with Don Wilson, Benny and Doug Wong, <clears throat> Eric Lee. And you can call in. Everything's going to be on Facebook Live. So you can mm-hmm. type in. You'll be able to call the, the, the museum and make your donations right on the phone.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: it's going to be an amazing day. We're going to be beat. We are going to yeah. be beat up by the end of that day.
2: 20. 84 hours straight, folks. And this is the way it's going to work. At least this is the way that me and Bob want to plan, plan this. Is that um, we're going to go live pretty much every hour with a 15 or 20-minute break in between. But every hour there's going to be something. Every hour on the hour. Yes, even at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, what have you. Um, so, Bob, it sounds like there's a plane over by your side.
3: No, no, all. No. Again.
2: No, we're it's, good. It's do it's doing that plane thing again. It sounds like there's a jet going overhead. But anyway, okay, now it's good. So we're gonna be doing something like every hour on the hour from four PM uh February eleventh until four PM Sunday the twelfth. And dude, it does sound like there is a like there's a plane. <laughs> it's so weird. Anyway, if anyone's listening, that is so weird. It
3: could, I, now I am in a, you know, I am in a parking lot, so it could be a little bit of traffic, but nothing like like heavy duty like a plane. Is it windy? No, not at all.
2: That is so weird. That is so weird. Anyhow, okay. So it just yeah, it just sounds weird. So if there's anybody listening, I'm gonna need you to get on the uh, latest post that I have on my profile and let me know if you hear that weird like plane sound um, uh, when Bob talks. So anyway, every hour on the hour, we're going to be doing something. Now notice we've already got subjects for entertainment and activities like panels for stunts, uh, speaking with uh, book authors and, and stuff like that. We just need to fill those. Now you're probably wondering, well, why don't you have people already? Well, technically we do. We have people already, you know how it is when you put the energy out there, it's a lot easier to say, okay, we have a panel on stunts and movie fighting. Well, now let's, let's contact people and see who's available. Um, so, you know, put the energy out there and, um, get the people in. So we're going to need volunteers. We need volunteers to come in and do panels, uh, come in and do demonstrations, come in and do talks about whatever subject that you want to talk about. Um, Come in and do question and answer. Come in and do an interview with us on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. And, uh, and you know, volunteer for a great cause because, you know, the Martial Arts History Museum is the only museum of its kind in the world. And the goal of me and Bob is to try and get the other side of the world to know about the Martial Arts History Museum. So that way if anyone comes to L.A. as a tourist, they can visit the museum. Is it, like I said, it's the only one in the world. So, help us, help me, help Bob, help Michael. Get the money together so that way we can get the museum and all of Michael's stuff out of storage. Let's get him into that eight thousand square foot space. Let's get him into a space where they have a dedicated entertainment area that they don't have to take up and put you know put away if there's like too many people or something like that. Help them get a dedicated. Um, area just for honor days. 8,000 square feet, folks. Let's do it. I think we can do it. So, February 11th, 4 p.m., come to our honor day. Come by and say hi and uh, perhaps get interviewed a little bit later and then after the honor day, it's going to be a telethon and me and Bob are going to be going at it for 24 hours on the air.
3: <laughs> now, remember, any,
2: any, we, we came up with this Anybody
3: who donates, I know it may not be much, but it's a a sign of gratitude. Anybody who who donates $100 -hmm. or more gets a shout-out and a special gong that we're going to announce, and and we'll we'll say their name live on Facebook and on our show. Yep. Uh, Yep. Anybody who donates $1,000 or more will get a T-shirt, and Robsy has volunteered to do a special commercial for the show, for their school, that will air eight times. It will air yes. once a, once every Sunday for two months.
2: Yep. Exactly. So it could be your school. It could be your business. Whatever. You know, if you donate $1,000, I will put together, after I get information from the donor, I will put together a special <sighs> commercial for you, for your. For your dojo, for your gym, for your business, whatever, and we'll air it eight consecutive times. So, it's that weird, dude. I still hear the weird, like, plane overhead noise. It's weird. Ah. Anyway, listeners, you know, let me let me know if you hear the plane thing because it's just up oh, there. We go again. I'm gonna try something different. So, Bob, I'm gonna have you talk a little bit more, and I'm gonna. Mess around with uh, my microphone and stuff like that, okay?
3: Okay, that's fine. Okay. (coughs) Mess around with your mic. If I have to, I'll I'll turn my uh, Bluetooth off if that's what's causing it. Okay. So how's that? You can tell she's moving around, right? It's clicking.
2: Okay, now I don't hear anything now, so all right, Bob. Let's go ahead No and- cars going by. <laughs> okay, let's get your uh let's get your uh more of your thoughts on the Honor Day and Telethon.
3: Uh well I think it's gonna be a good day. We're gonna start off with uh too bad she can't be there, but just gonna send us a video. We're gonna have a Hawaiian blessing start us off. Uh we're going to have uh during the telethon we're gonna have a fashion show displaying the the uh wares of the museum. They have eight they have like six different shirts, twelve different hats. Uh maybe some of their jewelry. We're gonna, you know, push the uh 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 yearbooks, the uh Hall of Fame books that Michael has. He's almost I think he's done with almost volume three. Mm-hmm. Uh what else? We've got some museum much going production on with the telethon.
2: Yeah, museum. There's oh, the, also uh, museum museum yeah, productions. There's also yes. Museum productions. He's putting together I don't know if it's one video or a series of videos um, giving a complete tour of the museum. So, for people that absolutely cannot travel to Burbank, they can get a great uh, glimpse of the museum. It's going to be cool.
3: It's going to be great. We're going to have such fun. We just need some some relief. We're going to need some people to volunteer for this thing Uh, in any capacity. Answer the phone, uh, talent coordinator, uh, something. And we're going to need several people doing the same job throughout the whole night.
2: Yeah, definitely. Even people to do, um, to possibly do interviews or speak to people live um, and to run the Facebook uh, live. It's pretty easy. I mean, if you can do Facebook Live on your phone, if you already know how to do that, then you can just do it this way, you know, uh, for an event. Oh, um, that's another
3: thing we we failed to mention is that we want as many people there filming us and filming whatever we're doing at the time on Facebook Live so we get just that many more listeners
2: and watchers. Definitely. We could definitely use your help, folks. If you come to the Honor Day and Telethon, please, 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 you know, um, don't hesitate to get on Facebook Live and tell your friends a little bit about it um, because, you know, we just want to get the word out about the Martial Arts History Museum. I mean, the first time I – the first time Bob took me to the Martial Arts History Museum, I was really – I was really taken aback by the historical items that were in there, right? I I just couldn't I, I I couldn't it it just blew my mind. And then when Michael told me that they have tons of other stuff in storage that they don't have room for, historical stuff that were donated by the own the actual owners uh, or wearers of uniforms or weapons that famous martial artists used in movies or whatever. You know, I'm like, "Oh my gosh. You know, rather than rotating stuff out, wouldn't it be great to have all of that stuff on display in a bigger location?" And this is this is the time to do it. Michael and uh, me and Bob want 2017 to be the year for the Martial Arts History Museum. And uh Wow, and the way things are going, it sounds like it's gonna be the year for dynamic dojo talk radio too. <laughs> because we've got I, I a think lot so. of Yeah, we've got a lot of great stuff um planned. Uh we wanna do more events. Um, hopefully, and I'm just got I got my fingers crossed, hopefully not only on the West Coast but also on the east coast and the Midwest and stuff like that. So and we also um are gonna need um volunteers this is outside of the telethon you know if you want to just kind of be a part of dynamic dojo talk radio and talk tv if you have um if you have an event or something like that let us know about it and also if you um, are taking video of an event like your tournament that you're promoting or um a demonstration that you're doing or something like that take a video and post it to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio and be, and, you know, and feel free to be a volunteer associate, um, co-host, so to speak, so to speak. And, uh, free advertising for you, you guys. <laughs> Just put it on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. And if possible, if you have a big event going on, me and Bob, if you want it there, me and Bob will come by and we'll cover your, cover your event. So. How cool is that? <laughs> that would be really cool. All righty. So we've already got people that um, are calling in. We have someone calling in from 704. Um, our phone lines won't open until 630, so we won't be able to get to your call until about 630. 704, isn't isn't that isn't that Professor Patrick, Patrick. McDaniel? Bob? Okay.
0: Yes, So hang it on, is.
2: Professor. Hang on, Professor. We'll get to you at around 630 after we get Crystal on the show. So, <clears throat> so yes, we've got a lot of great plans, and it's all going to be kicked off at the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Honor Day and <clears throat> Telethon fundraiser for the Martial Arts History Museum. Put this on your calendars, folks. You know, we, you know, like I said, we really need the volunteers to help do demonstrations, maybe do uh, panel talks, maybe do question and answers, get an interview with us, uh, come by and um, advertise your own school. Tell us about what you do. um, All that. We need all sorts of stuff. Um, And there's that plane stuff again. Sounds like a plane. You know, why Why are we having that kind of trouble? You know, maybe it is your, uh, Bob, why don't you go ahead and try to come off your Bluetooth? Let's try that and see what oh. it sounds like. I know, it's a pain in the ass. It's a pain.
3: Oh, don't worry. I'm so. you you're being a pain. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love when you ignore me like that.
2: Uh well, I see you sound better now. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You know, I spent this is off subject, but like last year I spent like a hundred and twenty five dollars on a Bluetooth headset. Oh jeez. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And um let's see, I, I I even forgot what the what the brand was, but it was it was one of the high end ones. And whenever I used it, people used to tell me that I sounded like I was either in a tin can or it sounded like there was a lot of feedback or static or wind in the background. So I don't know what that's all about with these with these Bluetooth headsets.
3: Well, I Weird. think maybe sometimes the Bluetooth actually picks up you breathing.
2: Oh maybe. Right? Maybe And it
3: sounds like wind because you're actually blowing yeah. on the mic.
2: Right. But, you know, some of things you know, And, of and I've
3: been sick for last week, so I could be, yeah. That could
2: be yeah, uh, that's true. But, like, the the one that I bought was so expensive because it had, like, this, you know, state-of-the-art noise cancellation junk and stuff. But I think that was probably the cause of all the background noise because it was working too hard or something. I don't dude, know. Dude, for
3: $125, if you coughed, it should cover your mouth for you. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> so
2: now this headset is just sitting in its pretty little box doing absolutely nothing because it's a piece of crap.
3: <laughs> oh jeez.
2: Oh my god. But but before we go on break, that reminds me. I've a, a student for Christmas gave me this Bluetooth music hat. I kid you not. It's it's earbuds in a um, in a stocking cap and you can answer oh, the phone cool. with yeah it. yeah and you can answer the phone with it and everything and i'm like seriously i haven't like charged it and tried it but i don't know we'll we'll see how that works so why don't we do this folks it is 6:26 p.m. let's go ahead and take a short break and when we come back hopefully we'll have our special guest crystal santos on the line with us and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about her background her uh, career in stunt and uh, acting movies and uh, her philosophy on martial arts and stuff like that so don't go away folks we'll be right back after this high school is a time for figuring things out like finding the square root of x when your ex won't stop
7: texting you, or how to write an essay on 12th night the night before it's due it's about
0: making friends and making memories it's about deciding where you fit where you stand and
7: what you simply won't stand for. Long after classes is dismissed, after you've left the hall and moved on with life, after you've forgotten all the answers to all the tests, you'll remember the day you figured out the kind of person you were gonna be. Stand up for someone being bullied and they'll never forget you. Stand up to bullying.
1: The Heart Truth is a campaign sponsored by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute to raise awareness about heart health. One thing that everyone can do to support heart health is to get moving. Health and fitness expert Dr. Pamela Peek says that small steps can lead to big benefits.
6: Throughout the day, just get up and move more. Park your car in the farthest parking spot. Find any excuse to walk as you live your busy life. The key to heart health is regular physical activity and a balanced diet. I help get my patients educated and motivated to stay active every single day. That's why I'm behind the Heart Truth campaign and those who partnered with it, like Diet Coke. Join them this month as they work to educate, inspire, and motivate by visiting dietcoke.com slash hearttruth.
1: Inside this little Burbank building,
3: this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts.
1: It it really reflects on... The style and the the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow
3: kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here.
1: Japan had the samurai.
3: Here we go into our Korean section.
1: In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is.
5: From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime... Enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. Hi, this is Frank Dukes. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong.
3: Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest? Or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do, you can email your suggestions and ideas to host at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page.
1: You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert. Your source for martial arts talk
5: radio.
2: All right, and we are back. If you're just now tuning in, this is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rasita and Robert. Our phone number here is 347-677-0699. Now, it is my greatest pleasure to welcome to the dojo floor a very talented actress, martial artist, and stunt person. So please, help me welcome. Put your hands together now. Help me welcome Crystal Santos to the show. Crystal,
0: how are
7: you? Hi.
2: Hi there. You. How are you? <laughs>
0: <Woo-hoo>.
7: <laughs> now, 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 now like, thanks. Like you, um, over there, I have this little Demi Moore thing going on because. I had this 24-hour bug, too. Got over it, but still that little leftover in the throat. Little leftover. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> and, You too. know, I never
7: yeah, I, I actually haven't been sick in probably 10 years. This is the first time that I've oh my God. ever, like, I, I was going, you know, I think just going a thousand miles a minute, and every day I always have mm-hmm. hot water with lemon and ginger, and I mm-hmm. didn't do that for like a week in between everything going on, and sure enough, I was like, wow, look at that. I've, you know, I got my seafood and and I had never been sick. But one week I just let it go and boom, there it is. I'm like, wow. So I I did the test. The problem
3: was, Crystal, that I think a lot of us were starting to come down with it and we all got together at that party last week. Yeah. No,
0: I'm telling
7: you, I have not been sick for 10 years based on (laughs) just literally, I have green tea with lemon and ginger. Sifu Lee taught me this years and years ago, mm-hmm. and I do, I do it almost every day, and for a whole week, I was busy with events and work, and then my sister's wedding. I didn't, I didn't do it at all, and it goes to show you how like, it works, because first
2: time ever yep. in about
7: 10 years, I got sick. I couldn't believe, I can't, I'm still in shock kind of
2: about it.
0: Like,
7: whoa! Oh, man.
2: <laughs> I know, right? But, <sighs> I need to listen to my mom more about that, because my mom told me the same thing for years. Lemon, ginger, and a little bit of vinegar. And, well, I haven't
7: done you know,
2: vinegar, but yeah. Well, apparently, from what I heard, the vinegar actually kind of like changes the pH in your throat and makes the makes your throat inhospitable to yucky germs and stuff like that. Oh, so, is that right?
4: Yeah. Wow. Cool. So, yeah, and then the lemon and the ginger.
2: Yeah, I know, right? And then the lemon and the ginger, of course, are so, you know natural antibiotics, and you get your vitamin C and stuff like that. So, I mean, it tastes yeah. weird. I mean. It tastes kind of weird. It kind of what? tastes like, you
7: know, adobo. i, I sort of, I'm sort of used to it, and you know, I even, even my seven year old, he's used to it. Um, oh, cool. This is, you know, oh yeah, are you kidding? He knows that, you know, and, and it usually, you know, it, it, on the onset, I could even, you know, drink that and still be okay. But I, mm-hmm. on the onset, I just didn't do it, and and first time in a very long time, I, I went down for 24 hours there, and I'm like, oh my god. But oh, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm recovered just with this little bit of throat thing. So right. I, it just, it's, it's kind of a nuisance. So excuse me for the clearing of my throat and the, you know, octaves lower
4: today.
2: <laughs> oh, that's okay. Because like last, uh, last weekend when we all got together, I was, I, was coming, I was trying to come down with it. I was trying to come down with something for a whole month. And, oh my god. And yeah, I know. And I've been trying to keep it away and it was just like and then it like it hit me for about forty eight hours after I got back here to the weather change and I'm just like, Okay, it, that's it. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay low for a couple days.
7: <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna go hide out in my dungeon. This is, yeah, this is pretty is. much what I did for twenty four hours. I'm like, I'm yeah. in my dungeon with Netflix and my cat.
0: It's really yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, also,
7: and let's not forget my heating blanket. I mean, God, that's awesome. Dude. Oh, you know,
2: I I need I need to like plug mine in. I got one for Christmas and haven't like plugged it in yet.
0: <laughs>
7: you know, see, this is this is this is why men have no hope with me because I really love my heating blanket.
0: <laughs>
7: oh, they're like it's too hot. No, oh, no, me. no. It's just I don't need anyone to
0: cuddle. I mean, really, that's
7: sufficient.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh and, and we know how Ben love to cuddle.
0: It's called. It's, it's called. I got a heating blanket.
2: I'm good.
4: I don't need the extra. I
2: don't need the extra body heat. I'm solid. I'm solid. There you go. You, you got it going on, girl. And Bob's all like. And you guys know how guys like to cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: See. There,
2: there you go. All right. Well, let's do this because we always like to preface, we always like to start our show with our guests telling us a little bit about their background. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about how you got started in the martial arts and, you know, why you picked the arts that you did and all that other good stuff? Sure.
7: Um, Actually, I was raised a boxer. Uh, My dad was a boxer. So I've been doing this my whole life, Um, you know, and then I went to Muay Thai for a bit and you know, being raised a boxer and and then going into Muay Thai, I was very aggressive, very aggressive, and and there was sort of a you know a, a come to Jesus, if you will, that I need to mm-hmm. how would I say calm down a bit. And a friend of mine, he was a he was a guitar teacher, and he told me, he goes, look, you should take up kung fu, um, otherwise you'll end up in jail at some point for something. Uh, so, you know, he, 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 was, he was, I know, right, and he was training with Sifu Eric Lee, which became my Sifu, mm-hmm. and I, at the time, you know, it was like, you know, he said, just, just come check it out, it's, it's at the park, and, you know, and he knew how I was even and training, um, I never, I don't like being rewarded for something that's wrong, or if I'm not right. doing a technique like, I don't don't tell me I'm doing a great job if I'm not. And I was raised that way. And I wasn't raised on a belt system. You either can or you can't. Period. Mm -hmm. End of story. So, you know, I liked, I went out with him to the park and I loved it because he truly, he, he, it worked for me. You know, if you're going to learn the hard way, literally Um, the funniest thing ever happened is, you know, I, I, we really got along. I love, I love training with him and I found, uh, you know, Two instances happened when I first started training him with him. Uh He, we were doing the um, recraining actually, and he kept telling me I had weight on my foot, Uh and I said, uh, I said I don't have weight on my foot. the the front stance, you know, the Uh and I said I don't have weight on my foot. He goes, yes, you do. I was very argumentative. I was very argumentative. (laughs) Oh my God. God, I, you know, God bless anyone around me when I was younger. Um, he wasn't going to argue with me on it. So what he did was drop my ass on the concrete. There you go. I have my on my <laughs> 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 See? Yeah. That
0: was,
4: that
7: was just, yep. Okay. Lesson learned. And, you know, <laughs> and then okay, second instance, um, was, you know, uh, we were getting, we did the Tai Chi portion of mm. the, the end of every, you know, session. I hated it because I was aggressive. <laughs> and and I'm like, why are we doing this slow? And I mean, I, I cursed like a truck driver too. And I did not understand why that, I mean, I was not having it. And <laughs> basically, he said, okay, I show you, I show you. He kicked my ass with Tai Chi.
0: Literally, take my ass with Tai Chi. I,
7: I have never questioned that man ever again in my life. That was the. the I only needed two hardcore lessons from him, enough to know I'm going to shut my mouth, and I will continue to whatever he says. I <laughs> clearly don't know anything. <laughs> so, so, I learned the very hard way. Um, you know, and he had he had such great patience with me. Uh, when I mm-hmm. when I was, you know, where I was at in my life. And so I, I am very grateful for Sifu Lee. He really kind of changed my life and gave me a better perspective and helped me become the person that I am very much today.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, because
7: I grew up in rough awesome. neighbor, neighborhoods. I grew up very rough um, and in a very rough environment. And it And honestly, he kind of brought that all around and made me a better person, Mm -hmm. you know, um, he's very much like my father and I attribute like I'm more than grateful for him. So, you know, it's been, it's been a life path with him. And I've learned so much, not only just the arts, I mean, he's talented in several things and it's, he's actually one amazing individual. I was very blessed to have him in my life. You know, Mm. I I call it that divine intervention of that moment in my life. Exactly. That, exactly. That, that sort of angel that appears granted, he kicked my ass a few times because he had to,
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) you know, sometimes the greatest teachers have to, have to like teach lessons that way. Like, um, you think you don't have weight on your foot up now you do. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They have to teach that way, and they do it out of love, and you know. Oh, absolutely, and and, absolutely.
7: And I was, and I was an inner city kid, with came from a lot of street fighting and a lot of like aggression and that kind of environment. And honestly, um, kids like that tend not to learn unless you Mm -hmm. you really just have to display this is why, and it has to come from that that experience. And you know, um, it was like I said. I have such gratitude for Sifu Lee. It's it's remarkable. Uh, I it changed my life.
2: Right on. Now, what do you what do you what did you find as one of your most challenging things um, that you had learned or experienced during your course of martial art training? Um, patience.
0: Ah. You know, uh-huh. I
7: I I I was like I said, I was always aggressive when I was younger, and I was reactive,
0: which mm-hmm. you
7: know, as you know in kung fu,
4: mm-hmm. it,
7: there is the weak. Your weakness is being reactive, right? And I had to learn, and and on occasion, you know, um, I've had I've had like everyone does has certain cycles of life where you have to step back and realize something has made you reactive and then you have to work, go back and work on that for more. Mm-hmm. We're human. Um, right. But in, in, in the fighting arts and, it's, and it's specifically in Kung Fu is you learn how detrimental being reactive is, how mm-hmm. detrimental being that tied into your emotions is, um, <clears throat> you're not. So that's one of the, the harder things I had to learn was patience and not to be reactive not to lash out right away, to to take it in, to observe, to um, have the patience to see everything around
0: me, to be Mm -hmm.
7: aware, to be open opposed to just single-minded and then defensive and reactive. And also Mm -hmm. understanding, um, you know, the human condition outside of, you know, seeing everybody like on a soul level because when you right. go in the environment that, that I do, it's very, um, very aggressive. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, there isn't, uh, there isn't many, it's not comfortable to have human connections at a deep soul no. level. So mm-hmm. when, when you are doing Kung Fu, it's very different. It's very energy. It's very human, um, you know, soul connected. It's, it's mm-hmm. more than just a fight system. It's, it's a life path. It's a journey.
0: It's exactly. a spirit
7: system. And mm-hmm. because it is a spirit system, you you're, you have to at some point allow for everything you've been taught and everything you've observed and everything you've known to be thrown out the mm-hmm. door. Any assumptions, exactly. Any assumptions about anything you may know about this world, the spirit world, uh, ancestors, souls, uh, human connections anything you may have presumed before you enter that art, throw it out mm-hmm. there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the only way you can evolve in it entirely is to embrace that, but then also understand that you're always going to learn and you're not going to fully ever, like, no matter, yes, my title is master. I do not consider myself a master. Mm-hmm. I will never consider myself that even till the day I die because there's always something to learn.
0: Exactly. I'll always be
7: learning. You know, exactly. Um, so it's very much a life path, which is also why, out of all the li- all the other arts, i've i've al- i've always been more uh, gravitated towards kung fu, because cool. of the because of what it encompasses as a whole. Because I do believe mm. that mind, body, and spirit need to be unified, which I found in kung fu. It's very, um, you know it's set up that way and and one of the most beautiful things that Lee ever taught me beautiful things I ever learned and it's funny because I've shared this with people because you know your lessons that you learn are to be shared and Mm -hmm. people can't stand doing katas, forms
0: so many people (laughs) so many people
7: are upset about katas
0: and forms Mm -hmm.
7: and one day you know I brought this up to Sifu Lee. And he explained it to me. The beauty of a kata, the beauty of the form. You are doing a form that centuries and centuries of warriors mm-hmm. have done. You are channeling their energy. And it is within their energy that is the strength that comes for you to defend yourself and others.
2: Yes, ma'am.
7: And it's, it's that true. is the beauty of the kata, that is the beauty mm-hmm. of the form. And no one realized, I go, so you are channeling centuries of warriors previous to you. Every mm-hmm. spirit that has ever done that caught or formed. Mm-hmm.
0: So there's exactly. beauty
7: in the repetition.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're
7: also, as you progress, people will use that from your spirit as well.
0: You're part mm-hmm.
7: of it. It's, you know, so that's the beauty of it. I, I've learned so much from, oh my God, I can have like a whole thing on. You know, wee has been my secret for so long. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, well, he's been one of my idols ever since I had gotten into Kajakenbo and stuff like that. You know, I studied with Alpacascos, and I was was, like, oh, my gosh, Eric Lee, he's a badass. And, you know, he'd been a household word, you know, for decades, ever since, like, the late 70s and the 80s and stuff like that. Everybody knows who he is. And to hear, you know, his teaching methods and stuff like that, this is good to hear because... You know, a lot of people look at the artist um, almost, uh, they, they, you know how like they put people on a pedestal and they just kind of go, ooh, ah, and but they really don't know the person. And to hear, you know, from uh, from you and other people that study under Shifu Eric Lee about his teaching methods, it's like, that's incredible. It's, it's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible and uh you're right though about people getting all upset about kata you know they're all like well kata yeah. isn't gonna teach you crap how do you fight with that i mean what would you say th- well other than the ph- philosophical part i mean what are your thoughts on people that get all weirded out by kata i don't want to do kata they ain't gonna teach you shit well, da, 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 you know that kind of thing <laughs>
7: it goes back to being singular minded and not embracing the entirety or understanding it. And, and, and it goes back to even like how my thought was on Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. You're assuming there's no practicality. There is a practicality. Just, you have the fortune of not having to use it. I have asked example, I, I was practicing these kicks with Sifu Lee, right? I thought they were kind of nonsense to be honest when I was younger. Now mm-hmm. I but he said to me, he said, Crystal, we learn these things, not that you'll need them, but if you ever do, you have them. Now, same with katas and same with forms, there is something practical in every single one of them, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And so, every, every movement, whether it is within spirit, within mind, or, or practical on the physical plane, you know, to dismiss that is is you're selling yourself short.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Because why there's there isn't a if you have to think of it this way, with kata and forms, there century the ones especially that have survived centuries.
4: Mm-hmm. You, you don't think
7: militaries and and on, on, and and warriors before you would do something that had no practical use or advantage.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did
7: for a reason. We may not. Right remember or no, but, but at the end of the day, if you did enough research, you may find out, right. but to assume that people would constantly do a particular kata over and over again with no practical result is foolish. It's very limited hmm. in your thinking because you're also not thinking of the origin, right? You know,
0: exactly.
7: um, it's, it's like, <clears throat> so that's what I say. I, when people get upset about, them, <clears throat> and it's funny. Because whenever I explain what Sifu Lee has taught me, they always have the light bulb, you know, like I did.
0: Like, wow, that's Mm -hmm.
7: actually really cool. And, you know, and they understand them better. Um, And it's a mindset. It really is. It's it's having to get out of this, you know, uh, I'm a fighter, or you have to embrace an entire system. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh And... I think what happens is what I like about a lot of the, like say Chinese Kung Fu movies is Mm -hmm. you will get the entire, the sense of the entire system. Mm -hmm. Now modern day action film. Look, I love it. I work in it. It's great. It's fun. It's great. You don't get entire systems though. What you're going to get is a mix of martial arts, a mix Mm -hmm. of fight systems. And it's fun. It's it's dynamic. It works for the film. Um, Mm -hmm. But, then when, but but also, where I'm going with this is it inspires people. So since mm-hmm. people will go to movies and they see this, they're looking at martial arts systems on the base of physicality
0: mm-hmm. instead
7: of philosophy and, right. you know, mind and spirit and body.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: So, and, you know, and to be honest, every martial arts style has a philosophy, but not all of them embrace mind, body, and spirit as a unison. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed.
0: you
7: know, it just, it, it, it's, um, it's also why, look, I admire all the styles. I, one great, another great thing I've had about having C. Lee in my life is he has never, ever, ever said this style is better than this style. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's never, ever, Put down another style, and as a matter of fact, he's always showed me like, Oh well, this they do this over here, and this is practical here. I get this, mm-hmm. and he'll break it down, and you know and and whenever he travels you anyone from anywhere can invite him come to my you know class, he'll go, and he'll exchange what he knows, and they exchange what they know and I mm-hmm. do the same thing. you can invite me anywhere, you can invite me to whatever your school is, whatever system you have. I am happy to be there because I I get to learn a little bit about it, you know, um,
0: mm-hmm. and
7: understand it. And it also, and it also, not only is it great on a on a human interaction level, it's great even in my work because I don't always go to work with kung fu artists. I go to work with people that study in a variety of other martial arts.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
7: when you're when you're choreographing fight scenes, you know, I see value in oh, well, that makes more sense in this space than this. And then you combine it for a more dynamic fight, for a more dynamic,
2: mm-hmm. you know, experience on film. Right. Right on. Very right. cool. Now, I just want to take this time to uh, let our listeners know what our phone number is again. Our phone number here is 347-677-0699. Now, if you call, if you want to talk to... To Crystal and us, uh, make sure on your phone pa- pad, press one. And that will put you in our caller queue to let us know that you want to somebody just press one. So that way we know <laughs> that you want to talk with Crystal and us. Otherwise, I see all these numbers on my control board. And oh. I'm just assuming that you're listening. So, oh, boom, boom. People are calling uh, in. So I and, am and, going and, to and, take you know, the first call. Oh, go ahead.
7: Okay. And you know, I do want to touch on the MMA thing that we had discussed. Um, oh, definitely. Y- you Let's know, do that real quick. My thing, with the, my thing with the term MMA, people fail to realize, is MMA is mixed martial arts. It is pertaining to a sport. It is right. not a system. And mm-hmm. when people go, I have had where I've actually stunt coordinated or fight choreographed. I'm an even uh-huh. as an actress, sat in an audition with people that I would be doing fight scenes with. Mm-hmm. And they will say, well, I study MMA. Oh my God, that's, that is the worst thing you could say as an actor and a stunt person. And and the reason (laughs) why is because the reason why the sport is called MMA is before that it was referred to as no holds barred. And that was because any style can go in there and compete against each other. It wasn't Uh just a karate tournament. It wasn't just a Kung Fu tournament. So that is why it is called MMA. When you mm-hmm. say that, and there are so many styles of martial arts, you are not helping me as a choreographer, as a stunt coordinator, even as a co-star, to put the fight scene together.
0: It helps right. me if you have a
7: base. Like, example, mm-hmm. my base is Kung Fu, but I've studied four years of jiu-jitsu. I've studied mm. taekwondo. Like, I've studied other things. Now, if I know what the base is, your base, then I can say, oh, okay, you're a jiu-jitsu. So that makes sense. So then that helps me put together the fight team. I know what you are, not cap- are and are not capable of. Right. You know, if, if people go to an MMA school, which, okay, um, those instructors have a combination of martial arts that they are teaching you. So know uh-huh. those combinations and know what you're learning. But also don't rob yourself of learning the philosophies of each of those systems. Because Amen. you're doing yourself a disservice. And you're being disrespectful for the masters who have their base martial art and who have mm-hmm. studied for years. And this is their philosophy. This is, they, they're not looking to see their style watered down, and you have so much to learn from them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So
7: when, whenever I always tell actors and stunt people, please do not say that you study MMA because thats <laughs> not that makes zero <laughs>
0: sense. Zero, <laughs> yeah. zero
7: sense you, 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 what you study is a few martial arts taught by one master and it is of a sport at this Mm. point. Right. Which is fine, but know what you're learning. What are the styles you're learning?
4: You know, where did they
7: come from? Right. So that's, that, that's what, you know, I try to tell actors and some people is, you know, um, putting MMA on your resume. And I see it all the time.
4: <laughs> it, it,
7: it's, it, 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 it's, it's painful to see because you're not going <laughs> to get the job over the person who's actually listed the martial arts that they have trained in their life. And, right. you know, and also, at some point, take grappling, take jiu-jitsu, because every fight ends up on the ground. So if your groundwork mm-hmm. game is not there as a performer, you cannot complete certain fight sequences. Right. So you know, yeah, I I just say, look, MMA is a sport we watch on TV. That is awesome. I Mm -hmm. love it. It is not a job qualification. Like if you go, if you look at (laughs) UFC fighters, if you look at UFC fighters, they are masters in one particular style and studied other styles. Mm
0: -hmm.
7: And and they they don't say if you ask them. I know few of them. If you ask them, uh, oh. So what, oh, so you studied MMA. They'll look at you and go, no, I'm a Shotokan master, but I perform in MMA. Mm-hmm. You know, they will correct people frequently.
2: Right. right.
7: Like, n- no, 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 I perform in MMA, but I am a, uh, you know, Shaolin master or I am a jujitsu practitioner. Mm-hmm. I just perform in that sport. Right so on. As for performers, I always say, you know, understand that not even the fighters you are inspiring to me claim MMA as a style because it is not. It is a sport of a mixture of mm-hmm. style, like
2: mm-hmm. no holds
7: barred. So, you know, right. that's
2: my whole thing about that. <laughs> oh, very it, cool. Exactly. I think, so, exactly. It's, it's important that people <laughs> hear that. So, so one of our like listeners
3: a, emailed me just now and said, wow. She cusses like me in a Walmart. I really like her. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, this
2: is true. This is
4: true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and we're on the we're on the air, so
2: it's like we're trying to keep it on the down low, but you know, Sorry. there there is that that's that's fine. There are days though, Crystal, where the F bomb just drops out of nowhere, out of my mouth, Sorry. and it's fine. That's okay. No, it's okay. Feel free. Feel free to beat yourself, girl. Okay, let's take some of these calls because our phone lines are blowing up. Your people want to okay. talk to you. All right, let's take area code eight one eight. Eight one eight, you're on dynamic dojo. Who are we speaking with? Hello. Hi, this is this eight one eight? You're on dynamic dojo live with Crystal Santos. Yes. I'm
0: live with James Wolfman. Oh, James! Hi, James. <laughs> hey! Hi. J- James
7: is the producer of Paying Mr. McGuinty and the Martial Arts Kid, which both have right. awesome. a I
2: mean, and, and, and And a grandmaster himself over there. That's <laughs> right. I didn't recognize your voice or number there, James. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's
0: okay. up?
2: Okay. <laughs>
5: not to drop the I know, I tried, James.
0: I
7: tried. He's called in just to regulate me. You see this Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: Look at family show,
4: family show. No. <laughs> oh my so God. Hey, I, I know, t- shut up. Um,
5: Crystal, you probably know that, and I'm not sure. John was a really good point fighter, but he was a great forms competitor. And he wow. almost won almost, I'd say, every tournament he committed in in forms competition as a country stylist. Wow. So see, um,
7: see? And that goes with what I was saying. Like, people shouldn't use exactly, forms.
0: Exactly. You know, they're
7: practical. And people... <laughs> so Those your
5: basics, you know? You, uh,
7: yes.
0: Well,
2: you know, And you know, it changed And
5: you know, it changed
2: it. And you things. Exactly. Well, and you know, and it's
5: a good Anyway, I'd like to thank Crystal also for being in pain, from Mr. getty. Right on. Thank you. And, you know, she so desperately wanted to use that knife she was carrying. <laughs> and she had, <laughs> biggest, she had to pick up the biggest one there on time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God! Yes, yeah. it, yeah, it was awesome. a pretty
7: awesome knife. I, John John Craig is lucky he got it back. Ah, <laughs>
2: oh, it was John's <laughs> knife.
0: <laughs> it was
7: John's
2: John, John like like reminding. Yeah. yeah, John's reminding you. That's my knife, dear. That's my knife. I'll give me back my knife. <laughs> he,
7: yeah, exactly. He's back. Like, you can't have it.
2: It's not. saying, it, No. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> and and,
7: and uh, you know, he, that I think it's like.
3: like
2: yeah,
7: I right, exactly. It's like I think as soon as he says cut, he goes, Okay, I'll take my knife back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Well let's do this. Let's right. take another call. Oh, go ahead. Oh, wait, James. wait, wait, go wait ahead. one second. Somebody wants wait. to say hi
0: real quick. Uh oh. <laughs> I Hello? wonder who this is. Hello. Anita. Hi. <laughs> hi. hi, Chris. It's so
7: awesome! <clears throat> I get to talk to everybody on here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we How we get to you? listen to you guys. Doing well, well, wow. oh, well. Wow. Right as as James cringed each time I cursed. Oops, sorry. Tried. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I tried. I tried. Well, my cousin Aaron is probably cringing every time I do that too because we have a radio show. He's like, "Why?
0: Or Why?" Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, this, well, I just wanted to gra- congratulate you. I mean, we're sitting here listening to you, and, you know, like, we're really happy about it, you know, listening to all your experiences. Oh, thanks, And, 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 and congratulations. You. you have an honor day coming up?
7: Uh, me? Not that I know of. I mean, I just have the, um, the Action Martial Arts thing in Atlantic City, which... I
0: don't
7: yeah, think oh, I have
2: so it on our it's day. It's for <clears throat> Huh? Oh, it's a blog talk radio. Ah, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. This is what
7: we're on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Well, I'm going to pass you back you... to James.
7: Okay. Bye, the Anita's awesome. You She's in pain, Bye. Mr. McGetty.
0: Bye. Bye. Awesome. Bye guys. Oh my god, you
7: guys Bye. are awesome. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. That's well, awesome.
2: Bye-bye. Bye hey, that bye. Bye. Um, all right. Let's take another call. Let's go to area code 559. Area code 559. You're live on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Dave Johnson. Hey. Hi, fucking Dave. This is like great. <laughs> He, he, he was just writing, I'm listening on the, on, on the phone. And I'm
0: like, oh, I have to I'm like, I'm like know,
5: knocking on the door, let me in, let me in. And,
0: and you know, and by,
7: and by the way, Soke Dave is an example of what I've been taught. I was up in Fresno visiting my dad and I've had the privilege of, you know, sitting in uh, his class before, the Suseido. It's, it's a really, you know, uh, practical good system and I had a great time. Thanks. Right on.
5: And, yeah, and you brought, <laughs> you brought a lot of crazy excitement to the class, <laughs> which I know doesn't surprise anyone. No, okay. not hardly. Come on. <laughs> All that other energy, yeah, but. Yeah. I, and I, I'm training your brother right now. He's just become a great student, actually.
7: Oh, yes. My brother, Andrew, when I went that day, um, I had to choose him to do Soke Dave, and he was out there, and thank you very much, and I and I figured he would really take to that system, you know? Yeah. He
5: really, and, so thank you. Like.
7: Well, he's, what the in, he's in is. our
5: little, he's in a private, we have like a VIP group that meets twice a week, so he's part of our kind of an underground private group, so we're loving it. We're having fun. Having fun.
0: Oh, my
7: God, that's awesome i love it
5: It, it's you know
7: my brother my brother had not taken a formal martial art before um so dave would be his first uh sensei so it's um and i knew he he would love it
6: because
7: every everybody in my family just needs a little
5: extra focus (laughs) (laughs) honored well i just wanted to call and give a shout out to robert and uh uh, Crystal and uh, everybody on the 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 show tonight, and I, I love what you're doing, and keep it going, and we need to keep the exposure and the communication going out there. Recita, everybody. Right on, thank you. Right. Beautiful. Thanks, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Right Hope on. Hope to see you soon. Hope to see, see you oh, soon. I'm gonna let someone else yeah. take a call, but uh, I'm sure I'll bump into you somewhere again.
7: Yes, and I should go visit my dad soon. So <laughs> see everybody. Definitely. <laughs> yeah.
5: And I'm kinda like your uncle, so it'd be kind of like a friend you right? you Ex- your right Exactly. to you your brother.
7: A- yeah. Exactly. I, okay, now I feel guilty. I really need to make a trip. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> that it's really not even that. You know what bit of a little bit to to little bit of a little
5: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a picture on Facebook a go, <clears throat> excuse me.
0: Now <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, Crystal. Exactly, exactly.
7: I know my yeah. dad's. I know my dad's probably like, so when are you gonna come visit? Just
0: curiosity, <laughs> right? Friends. <laughs> <Can't, Right. can't.
5: laughs> exactly, exactly. That's awesome. Right. Well, thanks for Have calling. Day, you guys. I'm gonna keep listening, thanks. but I gotta keep working awesome. on my homework too. But I'm, I got you guys on my speaker out here, so. Awesome. Keep
2: Thank doing you.
5: Salute you guys. Thanks.
2: Thanks so much, Dave. Thank oh, you. All right. That was uh, Sookie okay, Dave Johnson. Let's go to the next line. We've got area code 708. <clears throat> 708, you're live on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who are we speaking with?
6: Hey, Rusty, Bob, this is Steve Lilligan. How are you? Oh, good, Steve. Wow, how are you? Yeah,
2: how are I you? didn't recognize your number. Hey, man. How's oh, it going? yeah.
5: Well, it's because it doesn't come up with caller ID when I call into the show. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Well, this is uh, uh this uh, crystal. This is Steve. Steve, this is Crystal. I met Hi, Steve for the I met Steve for the first time yesterday. Wait. Um, as far as you know, because he was a Facebook friend, but his uh, truck driving gig oh. took him through Seattle and uh, we just, met I for saw
4: dinner. Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, yeah.
7: I, did. yeah. I did. I did.
6: Well then, it? you know who you're talking to now, Crystal. <laughs> yes, I do. I
7: know the face because I saw the photos. <laughs> there you
6: go. Yeah, you can't you can't forget those good looks, can you?
7: This is you know, look, This is why I love Facebook. I love Facebook.
5: It just it brings it all full
6: circle.
0: Mm-hmm. How are yeah, you? doing? Well, Crystal.
6: Very good. I just wanted to say I really liked two of the things that you were saying. One was the philosophy is what separates some of the martial arts from MMA because me being a Jeet Kune do practitioner myself and training with uh, Guru Dan and Asano, I kind of have one foot in each pool in terms of boxing yeah. and kickboxing and MMA. I've tra- trained a lot with that kind of stuff, but yet on the other side of the coin, you know, being around somebody like Guru Dan, you really get to see he'll, he'll do something in the air and show you the form and, you know, because I don't know the meaning of it at that moment it just looks like something that's cool and graceful. But then when somebody actually shows you the meaning behind it, as Guru Dan says, there's the flower and there's the fruit. And everybody wants the fruit because that's what you can use right away. That's seeing the application. But the flower is the form. And uh, and Rusty and I were even talking over dinner. I was saying that most people that train in mixed martial arts competition train with the JKD philosophy in mind of, not having a bias towards style, doing whatever you can to be mm-hmm. more efficient mm-hmm. at that moment and so on. But what really separates the mixed martial artist from, say, being able to call themselves a Jeet Do instructor is the philosophy. And I thought yeah. that was right on with what you said that. And then I wanted to add, I think, the, that's what's difficult with the younger generation. Because I know when I was younger, there was a time where I appreciated the forms. Then I kind of went to that uh, foolish young man bias period where – I thought it was silly and useless, but that was because I think it was the culture of the martial arts and where they came from, because we can all remember if we go back even, say, 50, 60, 70 years ago, the culture of the martial arts, even though that was before our time, those were the generation of the people that taught us. And it was very much like right. did Kung Fu, don't look at Taekwondo, <clears throat> don't look at the Japanese styles, they have nothing to offer you. And you had to kind of earn your way in the system, which meant the forms were there to teach you without revealing the essence of the style yet. So the of the nature of the fruit being hidden in the flower, because it's not right. handed to us and given to us, you know, some people don't understand it because they don't understand it they think there's nothing there and it took me a long time to figure that out too and uh, and 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 I I, do I think
7: think it's about the the Sifu and the student um, you know relationship like I said uh, Sifu Lee is very much like my father and I'm a very communicative person so so I was always very um, confrontational and very open and I still to this day if I have a question I will ask it um, I think right. that also what happens with several people of several ages is they may not see the value in the form, but they will never speak it. Whereas uh-huh. Uh-huh. I spoke it very early and I was corrected very early by my Sifu because uh-huh. he had the opportunity through communication. Um, well, and I, so I that's
6: where I. think nowadays the instructors are it. more open.
7: Mm-hmm. Yes. Now it's not just about the instructors, it's about the student too, is my point is as a student, as a a human, as a person, it is our responsibility to communicate. So my Sifu cannot possibly know what my perspective is unless I have vocalized it. And he cannot possibly help me through that journey unless I have vocalized it. And so several students, and I see this in several dojos and with people I know, they will not say a word to their senseis and Sifus with their questions. With their right. with their doubts, with their curiosities, whereas right. I, since I was younger, have always been very open with my, my feelings and my questions, um, and I realize that that's not common, and this is mm. where you have people that don't understand or see the value in certain things, but again, they have never stopped to ask, and they have right. never like really given their instructors an opportunity. To walk them through the journey. So I always say it's, right. it is a responsibility of you as a student in anything, really, in, in, in anything beyond martial arts to express yourself, to mm-hmm. open your mouth and say right. what you're thinking because you may, be, you may be right or you may have doubts that are inaccurate or you may, basically, the person there to teach you is there for a reason and you you can only by opening your mouth and by communication uh, get give them the opportunity to teach you as a whole
6: i completely you agree know, but would like to add something because we all have unique personalities i think your boldness true. served you but yes. you know it's all i would also put some of the responsibility upon the instructor cuz there will yes. that be more timid student that more uh, not as bold or, you know, shy or whatever words you want to use that might not have yes. the confidence because they didn't have that, you know, uh, confidence is a child's first weapon and not every parent gives that to their child. And, mm-hmm. you know, if the a, if a child doesn't have that confidence, especially as a younger person, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, when you're just finding yourself, you know, well, you, you and, might not have the, fair, the boldness I was, to step I was
7: up. Raised, I was raised by a boxer. Whereas, you know, they're bold. he's boldness, boldness, boldness. It is true. And my right. mom is a very outspoken woman, and it's true. You have people who come from families that are much more timid and much more right. calm and less direct. Um, and and the instructors, you know, and, and I understand that too. And you know, the instructors have patience. But I I, right. why I express that to the students is. It will take them longer, and they get frustrated faster. But if they just open communication, you know, your your teachers, the right teachers, and the right teachers are not there to judge you; they are there to help right. you grow.
6: Yeah, I can grow you. tell you that I, I didn't come from what would know, call a, a nurturing environment where my uh, inquisitiveness was encouraged; it was more yeah. squashed. So. Part of the reason I left the traditional martial arts and went more towards boxing and Muay Thai and such was because of the fact that the answer was obvious and it wasn't hidden in the form. And sometimes I would quietly question and be internally frustrated because I didn't have the confidence at 15 and 16 years old, 17 years old even to open my mouth and say, Hey, what's the reason for this? And I don't get it just because of, right you know, the way I grew up. It's just, you know, it's the truth. You know, I, I can look back now and see some of my weaknesses and, you know, and I've gotten past it. Obviously now that I'm older, you know, now I really appreciate it. I, I I've, whether I watch, I recently just watched this cool thing on Northern praying Mantis on YouTube that a friend of mine posted. and It was pretty awesome. And the guy showed a little of the oh. application and then you went, Oh, it was cool. And I know, yeah. uh, Rusty recently <clears throat> had put up one of her Tai Chi forms, and I watch it and I can see the fluidity and the grace. But I really, oh, it was really I, to, pretty, at the same time, right? I, I, on, I, it yeah, funny. it was very pretty. But I, at the oh, same man. time, am left going, geez, I have no idea what any of it meant, you know. And yeah. to me, that that's the hard part is because sometimes it's, it wasn't designed to be to have the move stolen by the other clan back in, back when it was when it, when those forms were made so now when I, when I look at it those those moves are unfortunately for me is equally hidden I don't lose any appreciation because I have the wisdom to know there's something there but unfortunately I can't pull it out sometimes just by looking at it which 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 can be I think really frustrating for the younger generation because they don't understand yeah. what they're looking at at least I'm wise enough to go oh it's, it's not it's my ignorance no one showed me, it's not my fault, but there's also, it doesn't mean there's no value there just because I can't right. easily see it right away. And, and and I think a lot of the younger generation goes, oh, what's that silly stuff? And they turn their brain off and just go, oh, well, you know, I understand what jab cross hook means. It's, it's there and it's in front of you and you don't have to think too much about it. The answers mm. are obvious and in front of you. So I think it's just a, it's just a matter of appreciation and maturity as we finally get to the point where we go, oh, you know what? There's a lot of value there, and sometimes it takes the right instructor, with the, you know, to say, hey, look, see, see this, what I'm doing in the air. All right, we'll see. This is what it really means,
4: and it right. took somebody
6: like you know, Guru Dan many years later for me to go, oh man, I, I was. You know, ignorant and and biased and prejudiced, you know, foolishly. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. I always think to myself, what else could I have learned and how much more talented and how much more expressive could I be in my own system just because I might not have focused on yeah. Things yeah. Just, that I should have.
7: He should have just kicked your ass like Sifu Lee did to me. <laughs> that sounds <was a> lot.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: About, you would have all the you needed. That
6: was fun. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny that you say that because my
0: Drew Dan's
6: for, former best friend, Sifu Larry Hartzell, was my main JTD instructor and essentially uh-huh. that's what he did. So, you know. Oh, okay. um, you, know you know, and I have to
7: wait. And, and I do have to say this. I am grateful, so grateful for Sifu Lee's experience, because I'll tell you, when Grandmaster Gene LaBelle, when Sensei Jean LaBelle trained me, I was not stupid enough to question that man by that time, because I would have been choked <laughs> out. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. So, oh, so, you know, Sifu, Sifu Lee saved me some brain cells down the line.
0: <laughs> nice. Because I, nice. I saw that. I'm like, oh,
7: I have no questions. Nope, this is uh-huh. all practical. That's right. <laughs> I'm just, yep, no questions. No questions.
2: <laughs> no, no questions,
4: sir. <laughs> right on. No, let's
2: sir. Do <laughs> no, <there. laughs> let's do this. Let's take, a, let's take another uh, phone line here because uh, this person's Fantastic. been waiting okay. so I really patiently. Time.
5: Thank you, Crystal. Bye-bye-bye, Rusty. Thank you so much. Bye. See, see, see you later, later Steve. Steve. See Bye-bye. you later,
2: Steve. Let's go ahead and take uh, this phone line. And thank you so much for being so patient, callers. This is area code 417. 417, you're on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this?
1: This is Tony.
2: Tony. Hey, Tony.
1: Tony. Yeah. Tony Tony Collins? Yes.
2: Oh, hey. You know, great big
1: humongous redheaded guy. I'm still here. Yeah, you know, (laughs) one of
2: these these days I'm going to remember people's numbers. Is, who remembers numbers anymore? You just press a button on your phone now. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, Isn't that I, exactly I actually, right? You know what? It's true. I realize I only know
7: two numbers
2: by
1: heart. Well,
7: actually, technically yeah. three. One of them, though, is my ex-husband. I'm not calling that. <laughs> no. <In emergency laughs> and I'm lucky
1: <laughs> I don't remember my ex's number at all. So
3: there we go. <laughs> yeah, you know,
7: like, I, mine's dead, Sean. Yeah. I only remember. I yeah, only but know my ex, best
3: friend's Tony, phone number. And that's you it. tell me your ex-wife's number is 1-800-BITCH. So that's not a tough number to remember. I said oh that, God. although I thought it plenty.
4: Oh, my
0: God. And by the if way, I it's see you next it.
1: Tuesday, not that word.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> this is getting oh. spicy. You know,
1: Tony yeah. – Hey, like, I'm the, the one that said that, really that about the
7: Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, What's my that? God, I love it. The Walmart comment was from Tony.
0: He just said oh. he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Lordy. That's hilarious. That's awesome. I, I, I find it hard to like to, to follow Facebook while I'm on the air because when I type, if if people are talking, I will tend to like mouth out what I'm typing for some reason. It's oh, so <laughs> oh Oh my God! So if I start saying something like, you know, thanks for thanks for calling in, so okay, oh wait. No.
1: Oh man! <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So I almost got right. on here and said, uh, I'm the. Prim- you're the what?
2: What? What happened to you? I think to we lost him. We lost I think both. we lost him. We lost I know both. what he was going to say. I, I heard I heard I'm a prick. That's all I heard.
0: Right. That was it. Lo- that was all he was going to say.
2: <laughs> I, we lost Crystal, so I hope she calls in again. <laughs> oh, she will. <laughs> Calling back. Got disconnected. Cool. Okay. <laughs> she just texted me. Okay, so there's Crystal. We have Crystal back. Yay! I'm back. Okay. Yay. Okay. yay! But we lost Tony too. All he let he. All yeah. I heard was I'm a prick, and he's gone.
4: <laughs> I know that's all I heard too.
7: <laughs> I what, what a what a departure. Poor Tony. There,
2: it's like okay. So thank you to me. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe he'll call back once he realizes what's up. So for anyone that wants to talk to Crystal Santos, give us a call, 347-677-0699. And here we go. We got Tony back, I think. Tony, you're back. Yeah,
1: sorry about that. Um, you, just,
2: you couldn't, le- you couldn't leave, leave off. off, off yeah. You know, you <laughs> couldn't leave off on
7: you're a prick. I mean, that was where you ended yeah. like, wow. up. <laughs> yeah, Oh,
1: you
0: have no All idea. I, heard-
1: I could have left off on that. That would have been fine, but that's just <laughs> well, not you me. did.
0: Well, you did did. I'm a prick and you're gone I'm a prick and I said, And you were gone (laughs) Oh, it's
1: my favorite way to leave off Especially with martial art masters That way I get a few more scars on my face
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a prick And you're gone (laughs) Uh, That's right
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know know how to bob and weave Unfortunately, I confuse my opponents By blocking with my face
7: <laughs> okay, that's funny.
1: That's funny. Oh my god, oh, that's, that's funny. I bob that's bob and weave into their punches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, how's your voice doing, Bob? Because <laughs> I know you've better, got some questions. Better. Good, good,
0: good. Yeah, How I get back you know, to smoking four packs I have a day. I see. Sometimes I'm getting
3: a word in edgewise, uh, Crystal. There was one part of your training we didn't go into. You tr- you yes. trained with one of the most renowned Wing Chun masters in the world. Oh
7: yeah, yes. My my is grandmaster Samuel Clock. He's amazing. Yes. You know, I, I again, I am actually I have the rarity of being blessed with two wonderful sifus. and mm-hmm. you know, um, they, they are honestly both like my dad's, actually, and. One of the great things that I love about Steve Kwok is his directness and the realistic applications he has. Um, Example, one of the funniest but yet realest things that he ever said to me was, if it moves, kill it. If you don't move, you'll be killed. Wing Chun is not a game. Hmm. Uh. This is true. Uh-huh. He said, in Wing Chun, there are no second chances. Uh-huh. That is it. And it is very much like how I was raised. And I really understand the value in that. It is a, it is a very um, efficient style. Uh-huh. It is very to the point. There are no second chances because in Wing Chun, the difference of, uh, of Wing Chun and many other forms is you are striking and blocking at the exact same moment. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there is a efficiency and a practicality. And, a, and, a, and a actually, you know, it, it's a deadly art. It is not a submissive art. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is, I've learned so much from him. And honestly, it's actually, it's funny because when I'm training in Lee Chung, you know, it's, I have to be careful on film because, we are at such high speeds that it doesn't pick up on film and you have to right. slow the movements down. Uh-huh. And, I've, and, and I've, had to be told, I've had to have that been told to me by stunt coordinators and directors is to slow the movements down for film.
4: Uh-huh. You
7: know, so I love, because I have a passion for it, and I love training it for its real purpose. When I train in martial arts, it's because I love I love it. I love Kung Fu, and I love Wing Chun, and I love you know, the variety I learn, and I like to know it for its practicality in real-life uh-huh. situations. It is just right. a bonus that I ended up using it as a career. Now, this also uh-huh. goes into saying of why stunt training is different from martial arts training
0: uh-huh. because
7: when you go to set and you have 30 takes of a fight scene, you can't really hit each other that much because, you know, <laughs> right. as, as the lead actress or as any actor, you know, the black eyes, like, per, per take is not going to be good. The rest of the movie no. is a wash <laughs> since you're all beat up. Um, right. You know, yes, you know, we do minimal contact, which is no big deal. Um, but it's not on the face or whatnot. You have to be trained in actual stunt fighting.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Which is different mm-hmm. because there is distance control there is there is way mm-hmm. to cheat shots so that no one is hurt, so you can do that many takes so that you 're not burnt out so you 're not beat mm-hmm. up i mean it's you're not a film is not like going into a ring
4: you 're not mm-hmm. there
7: to kill someone you 're not there to hurt them you're there to create entertainment and mm-hmm. to make it to give it that feeling of if they were watching it in the ring but As a performer, you need to be able to continually do those takes. So hurting the other person or hurting yourself is only detrimental to yourself, them, the entire project, and any future jobs you may have because it's a liability as well. So, you know, I always always say for martial artists looking to get into film, get off the bag for a while so that you're not following through. Um, learn, practice your distance control because you're not really going to hit. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and and what's great is I have to say this, Difu Kwok. One of the wonderful things about training with him is not only, I mean, I've learned so much, but he also is brilliant at distance control because mm-hmm. it is a deadly art. But in our training. I I actually, there was a man who kind of stepped the line with me in a public place, and I did what I was trained to do. He had stubble, and I grazed his stubble and gave him a face rash. No one thought it was fast, but that's what Sifu mm-hmm. Kwaka taught me, that level of speed and distance control, without harm. Mm-hmm. That's the warning. Right. But. Wing Chung is not set up for that. However, he incorporates that.
0: He is
7: also an amazing healer. We, work, we do a lot of energy work.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: And I have seen him actually heal a man's bicep, which is astounding.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: We not only learn the physical. Again, we learn the stuff, the energy work. We learn the philosophy. We learn the spirit path. And it's almost like when you see Sifu Kwok, you swear that man floats when he walks. He's just, he, he's so elevated on so many levels, you know, and, and even his process, I have never seen him be reactive. When he has observed something that may be a disappointment, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. He will calmly sit there. He has no reaction to it. Then, when we're in private, he'll just say, too bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tisk, tisk, too bad. And that's it. Too bad. You know,
7: it oh. you know, moves on. Um he really, and what's great about it is, um, from him and through Wing Chun, we are taught to to literally be responsive in a neutral mm-hmm. position. So, being comfortable in my space, like if I am just standing here and comfortably, someone attacks me, I actually automatically have an initial block for that.
0: Mm-hmm. We we
7: train from a neutral stance, a neutral state, um, and it's all very calm because we're using other people's energy, and that is the one that there's one of the wonderful things that I I was drawn to Wing Chun is no matter the size of the opponent, to be able to use their energy, and it's it's kind of it's astounding really.
0: There, mm-hmm.
7: what we're taught. <clears throat> deflects off of them, and we we take their energy, and it's transferred back,
0: mm-hmm.
7: and it,
0: it,
7: that's what is fascinating about Wing Chun. It is not the size of a person
0: mm-hmm.
7: has nothing to do with it. You know, um, the smallest person could really you know, impact some damage because the bigger the opponent, the more of their energy, the more of their physical trajectory you have to work with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, um, he's, he's an amazing instructor as a matter of fact, and he has practical, uh, I remember the first, uh, <clears throat> you know, he has practical advice too. You know, he'll, he'll, when he teaches you, you know, it's, um, He'll have a few methods, but then he'll, if you're not registering it in his Chinese version, he will go into an English version, like, check the watch. And you're like, oh, uh-huh. you know. Um, and everything is very, it's, it's, it's funny because if you ever watch him, you, you almost, you want to video it because some things he does, is it's so fast, it's so compact, it's so done. By the time you're like, wait a minute, so... That was all that, and it's—he's astounding, really. And like I said,
0: it's awesome. And,
7: <clears throat> and his healing abilities of using energy to heal people. And it's interesting because in combination, him and him and Tifu Lee—they're really good friends. And one of the things that Tifu Lee taught me, <clears throat> excuse me, that also Tifu Kwok is a proponent of. Why we study the healing art is to teach you as a, as a kung fu practitioner the value of what you break. What you break Mm -hmm. and what you hurt takes longer to fix. And if you understand Mm -hmm. that, and if you understand having to heal that and having to fix that and having to, you're more careful with what you physically break on a person or what Mm -hmm. you may use as your words or you may, you know, understanding what it takes to heal, how fast it is to break something and how long it takes to heal it.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: And that's part of like the kung fu system. is it, It's great because you do learn that, you know, with the right teachers, right. of course. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's a, it, there's a value in that because that is how you really respect humanity. Like that's why I have so much compassion. Mm-hmm. And and I and, and in, in 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 an altercation, and I have had a few instances that I've had to use, you know, uh, what I've trained in. I did not seek to inflict permanent damage because knowing what I know about healing and knowing physical and mental and spirit, um, you know, we, we carry that as well. Mm-hmm. So both great teachers, both great teachers. Very I'm cool. Blessed with.
3: Very cool. Now, Crystal, studying Wing Chun and <clears throat> as, as I have in the past, uh, how did you take that over into your, your stunt work with the trapping and, and, and so forth?
7: It's, it's actually helped a lot because in any um, in action acting I do or stunt work I do, you have things in hallways are very small spaces and especially the way that, you know, um, certain scenes are set up. It's all compact sometimes
0: mm-hmm.
7: and there's so much more you can do in that space that can be caught on camera uh, that, that also is practical functional and works for a small space. Or, or, or that shot that director has, and it's within a certain perimeter. You know, mm-hmm. so you're not going outside of that. Um, <clears throat> the only thing that I, I've had to be a little cognizant of is opening up some of the moves so they're not as compact, so that they could be seen on camera better, Right. Um, and slowing them down so that they're caught on camera better. Um, but I find that it it is, I wish I would have taken up Wing Chun like when I was substantially younger, because it was one of those things that it, it sort of pleaded my entire, um, everything. I felt that I, I haven't learned everything, but you know, it sort of completed, how would I say it? that ability to invite choreography and stunt work, like it made things make more sense in film.
0: Mm.
7: It's like that missing piece. I, I, I'm not finding the right words for it, but Wing Chun was sort of my, my missing piece.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: And, you know, and also what I liked about it, on top of it, is Wing Chun is a style that I can do until I'm 100 and something with just as mm-hmm. much effective force. Um, and in film it's the same way. And what I like about it is when I do use it in film or I see it in film we talked about audience and people, you know, being influenced by what they're watching. And I've by sheer nature I've taught women, children, you know, or someone out there how to defend themselves. Because mm-hmm. they're looking at that fight sequence, and these are moves that any small person can do. You know, they are—they are, they are not—they're um, not. I'm not flipping around, and
0: you know, right. they, these
7: are practical moves that actually work. That's another reason why um, I love that my base is in the practicality of the martial arts I do. Because I look at the people that watch the movies that I'm in, or the TV shows I'm in, or anything that I do and know that they can come away from that and God forbid something happens and, you know, whatever. But if something registers, they might use that one technique and it could save their life,
0: mm-hmm.
7: you know? So um, I find that Wing Chun is actually set very well for film. As a matter of fact, I enjoy watching uh, Robert Downey Jr. In most of his films, he is Wing Chun-based. Sherlock Holmes, I loved it because I loved that he he just used he used Wing Chun.
0: Yeah,
7: it was a great movie. It was great and great mm-hmm. Wing Chun sequences, and, and 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 again that goes to show you like the how you can use tight spaces, and we and it's so effective.
2: Mm
7: hmm. You know, so definitely, very cool. <clears throat> do we have? <throat> do we? Is Bob there?
3: Yeah, I'm right here. Oh. I can't usually get a word in edgewise sometimes. So I just sit here and be quiet.
7: <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> there <we> go. <laughs> go. But ahead, we Bob. do have
3: another caller. Can, can we take another we caller, have... Rusty?
2: Uh, yeah. We did. Let me f- hold on. Let me find it. Uh,
3: 405. Well, we
2: got... <clears throat> well, they didn't press one. So... For anyone that wants to call in and talk to Crystal Santos, give us a call, 347-677-0699. Now, if you want to talk live with us, all you have to do is on your phone pad, press 1, so it puts you in the caller queue. I see all these numbers, but I'm just just assuming that you're listening. So if you want to speak to Crystal live, right here on the air on Dynamic Dojo, just press 1. So um, let's... let's, uh, Let's do this real quick because we've only got about 15, 20 minutes left to our sh- uh, left to our show. So just for fun, um, with everyone that's still on the line, that's uh, that because we've got we've got Bob, we've got me, we've got Tony, we've got Crystal, of course, and I think we have Steve. Let me double check to see if he's still there. Steve, are you still there? Steve, are you still there? Steve, are you still on the line? Steve, <laughs> I, I think we've lost Steve. I think Steve <laughs> that is sleeping. like
3: Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. I know, right? <laughs> Bueller, oh my gosh,
2: that's funny. I know, right? Steve, are you still there? Hello. Okay, so I'm going to turn his. I'm going to turn his line off. But what I kind of want to just uh, play a little bit of is kind of like martial arts word association, just for fun. Just for fun. Okay. Amongst, oh, okay. Uh, uh, let's amongst let's do this. So I'll I'll start and then we're gonna why don't we go me, Bob, Tony, Crystal, and then they'll just keep going around. So I'll start with the word and you just tell me, just based on that word, the first thing that comes to mind. It could be a sentence, it could be a word, it could be anything. And I kinda wanna see where this goes. If it stays in martial <laughs> arts or if it, or if it strays and comes back. So this is this is the first time I've played this on the air. So let's try it. um, I'm so frightened. Yeah, I know, right? Like, well, this is the fun part because it might stray. <laughs> okay, oh, dear. Wait,
3: wait a minute. Rusty, with me, what? is there any doubt it's going to stray?
2: Well, yeah, okay. well. Do we have that's, any that's doubts? Robert's part. here. I know, right? I know, right? But, but that's going to be the fun part. And I'm going to... Ch- uh, let me double check on Steve again here real quick. Steve, are you still with us? Steve? Steve, are you still with us? No, he's not. Okay. So, <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's start. I'll, I'm going to start with a martial arty kind of word. Okay. Sword. Bob, your turn. Like hand, sword? Ha- hand. 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 Okay. Hand. Yeah. Okay. Crystal. Size. That's
7: what came to mind first.
2: What was it? What was the word again? Yeah, size.
7: S A I S. You know, size. Oh, Oh, size. Oh, size. Size. I, oh, okay, size. I song, thought
1: you
0: meant size.
7: artsy so like,
1: thing. Come hey, on, guys. Hey, you're hey, the yeah, yeah. Hey, hello, we're on. Okay, all right, here we go. All right. No the L's amongst the audience.
2: There we go. Okay, my turn then. Fork. Road. Bob. Road, okay. Tony? Spoon? He said road, And then why did the chicken I know, when cross the... I said the... spoon.
1: Right, spoon?
0: spoon?
1: That's what I said. You said fork.
0: <laughs> I have...
1: Oh, my God.
2: Okay, Chris. I I thought
7: knife. So I'm I'm am I'm like with the spoon over there. I got nice Okay, okay you got knife? <laughs> okay, I got one. Okay, I got one. Shank. <laughs> yeah, said we
4: can
7: let what was that
0: word? I said I I, I, I said
7: thought... shank. And my thought first thought shank. was prison, but hey, that, hey that's <laughs> what I
1: was gonna say.
2: Okay, so... Here. Uh, Actually, prison. we
1: all had the same thing, prison. <laughs> yeah, okay, pri- no. prison.
2: Okay, so Bob says prison. Tony says?
1: Oh, I was going to say the same thing. Give me a second, because that was okay. the first thing that went through my mind
2: was that prison. Was yeah. Mine, too. Mine,
0: too. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> See, it's straying already.
7: <laughs>
2: See, I-, I
7: have a backup. I, I had to come up with a second one.
2: Yeah, we all thought prison, so, you know. <laughs> and Tony's anyway. like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I
0: am
1: just gonna talk He's like, like oh, my daughter right now and be like, oh I love that Yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it can be a sentence too. It doesn't have to. It, it doesn't have to be one word.
1: So, okay. <laughs> all right, just, all right. Since we all did the same thing and said prison on that, are we skipping and going ahead with a different one, or what's going on here?
2: Well, let's just go. Well, okay. Let's well let's skip over to Crystal. Crystal, what's the first thing that comes to your mind with the word prison? Well, well, well. The first with the word shank or prison. Prison, because that's Bob oh. thing now. Yeah.
7: Oh, so now we're on prison. Okay.
2: Yeah, we're on um, prison. Ga- gangster. Gangster. Okay, Bob. Oh, that's me. It's me, gangster. Um. Uh. Uh. Ba 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 ba. What do you call it when you uh. uh What do you call it when your pants are all like sagging? There we go, sagging. Say. Sagging.
3: (laughs) I don't know when Bob's going to take this.
2: You don't even want to
3: know what I wanted to go with that.
0: Oh my God. No, okay, so, you know what?
3: After Tony said hand, it was going to go completely south if I was after him, okay?
0: <laughs>
3: I didn't even hear
7: that. Like, I'm, I missed something here. Uh, wow, it was. Uh, you just got to know. Thank Bob, God, Crystal, you missed is that. that. I, I, I,
3: I, I'm <laughs> always there. I'm
7: good that I missed it. It's all right. <laughs> yes,
3: that was a good thing. Okay. Now, what was the word Sagan. again?
2: Sagging. Sagging.
3: Or sag. Sagging. Sag. Low. Yeah.
2: Okay. See, uh, uh, Pull them
1: back, back up. Pull them back up.
5: Okay.
7: Okay. okay. And now my turn. Yeah. Yep. You you pooped your pants.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I've got one. I've got. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Diaper.
4: <laughs> oh my
2: What? Change. Change, okay. Sumo so wrestling. Sumo, sumo wrestling. wrestling, okay. Oh, that's a good one. That's
5: a good, good one. one.
2: Okay, Crystal. Babies. Babies. Um, and I'm
7: not talking about stru- men. I'm talking about ba- little baby babies. So you know. You're yeah. talking little baby, not big babies
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got. So let uh, me get this
1: stro- straight. I say sumo wrestling, and she thinks of babies. <laughs>
2: hmm. Yeah, because you know. <laughs> they kind of chubby, kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, they got I chubby ass. You know, yeah, I'm just well, my baby
1: doesn't probably. look like that, but.
2: <laughs> you're like, <laughs> no. baby, my Huey. My baby does not look like a suit. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, and I got the stroller. And Bob. Wheels. Wheels. Car. Okay.
7: Weapons. Ooh,
2: okay.
6: Um, a
7: stroller is a deadly thing. I'll have you know, I am a parent.
6: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yes. No doubt.
2: There you go. Um, okay, the word was weapon. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, Deadly. Force.
3: Force, okay. He said force? Force, F O R C E. Force.
2: <laughs> Farce. Oh, force. Police. Yeah. Okay. Violence. Okay, gun. Bullet. Safety. Nice. Fun.
0: <laughs> fun. <laughs> right, it's true. fun.
2: That's right. That's right. Okay. And let's see. Uh fun. Okay. Friends. What? Friends. F r i e n d s. Yeah, Friends. Friends. Yeah.
3: Uh, so. life, lifetime. Oh, nice.
1: Oh, man, you would do that. And the first thing that came to my mind was Joey.
0: <laughs> oh. Joey? Oh. <laughs> yeah, from and Friends. See... From the oh, show yeah, Friends. Yeah, Joey. yeah. And the
2: first thing okay. that came to my mind is martial arts. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so martial arts, and we're going to have to end it there because it'll just keep going. <laughs>
5: yeah,
2: I know. Yeah, because I can just go karate and then everyone will just keep going. So,
5: right
1: on. Well, that was yep.
2: fun. That was fun. I like how it started martial arts and it ended martial arts. That's See, awesome. See, yeah. that was a point. That was a point. But
1: I, I mean, good going.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, thank you. But, yes. Thank you. you like, I, I, I love how it went to prison.
4: <laughs> no,
2: you said I shank.
0: Like,
7: yeah, you I said, said shank.
1: Fagan. What did you? Where did you expect all that to go? <laughs> no, she
0: said
1: shank.
7: And I'm like, yeah, I'm saying, shank. Oh, well, prison. Like <laughs> where else do you get shanked?
0: In prison? Right. In right. <laughs> That's right. Luckily, I, I mean, didn't say you know, anything
1: about the soap. Hey, hey,
0: I don't need to know all
1: that. No. Oh, come on. You are not going to be claiming virgin ears now, are
0: you?
1: You just said you're a mom. Isn't it it, a little late for that? No,
7: no, no. The idea of two men together does not suit me well. I'm not into that.
0: Mm -hmm. You're not my cup of tea. You visualize that or hear it.
7: No, no. I think
1: somebody said nothing about that girl.
7: That's uh-huh. that's Nobody that's
0: said that's that's
1: nothing about that. Two men
0: in prison, man. No, 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 no. I just
7: no, I didn't go <laughs> no, there. your no,
1: mind did. I mentioned no, no, dropping no. soap.
0: That was <laughs> where <laughs> your <laughs> mind went.
1: That's not my fault.
0: That's that's
7: someone's cup of tea, fine. Well, but not nah, I don't need it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> All right, we've got we've only got like a few minutes left of our broadcast. So, last question for Crystal. Um, uh, you know, we if a youngster came up to you, like let's say a teenager, and they said, "Hey, you know, I want to get into martial arts. I wanted to get I want to get into film. You know, even though not." in front of the camera, but even behind the camera, behind the scenes. What advice would you give a young person about getting into stunts and getting into the film industry? Okay, so martial
7: arts and stunts, right? Is this what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, on, I always recommend Kung Fu, for especially for uh-huh. teenagers. It's because of the having to calm the mind and the focus that a lot of other systems do not provide. Um, there's meditation there, which uh, I find that Kung Fu, in my personal opinion and experience, is a better system for teenagers and children. Um, okay. I, I like I like the other system, but I, I like, like I said, the meditative aspect, the focus that comes from it. Um, when it comes to stunts, you know, it's letting them know, you know, First of all, you're not really hitting people. You're not really throwing yourself down the stairs with no pads. You're not, not practicing car hits on your free time. Uh, this is not happening in your life because if you want to do that as a job, you need to be responsible and practical. Um, my, my big thing that I have with anyone in this industry, and I've said this, this, I've actually given this advice several times it's a great industry. I love it. But get your college degree first. Because at some mm-hmm. point, you will hit a glass ceiling. Because at some point, you will sit in the room with people from corporate America who are making the decisions. And you can only perform stunts for so long in your life before your body will actually hurt. I am blessed right. to have any aches and pains. But guess what? Someday I'm going to be in my 70s. I sure as heck don't want to be, you know, doing car hits or jumping off things. Or So at some point, just know that if you, want to ev- if you want to, you know, have no limits and you want to get to, you know, whatever level as you possibly can, or if, God forbid, you're doing stunts and you get hurt, mm-hmm. you still have a college degree. You still have – no one can take that away from you. So,
4: right.
7: And I know – and I unfortunately have had friends who have um, been killed in this business and who have been severely injured in this business. Some of them did not have a degree, Uh, so they had to map out life a little. It it was harder for them, you know. Whereas Hmm. if you have a degree, or you have something you were doing as well as stunts, you have something else you can do while you're still doing your passion. But when it comes to um, advising young people, I always say I always send them to kung fu, and I give them list of where they can go train. But I am very um, a big advocate of you must go to college and get your degree. And then after that, hey, you know, because I did. That's what I did. I'm not giving anyone advice that I didn't personally do myself.
0: Yeah.
7: So, you know, and, and it's, it's so far so good in life. You know, I also produce a, the news entertainment show, Hollywood Social Lounge. And honestly, I probably would have had more struggles than I do in life if I didn't go to college. So
0: mm-hmm. I am
7: a big, and, you, and guess what? It's so easy now with online education, yeah. and you can be any age. You can be any age. Because mm-hmm. I, I have, I, look, my mom, I taught her to go back to college when she was in her early 50s. She's actually applying for law school right now. It's pretty awesome. Sweet. Um, exactly. Like, I do not believe there is, you, you are never too old to learn. You are never too young to learn. You can, it, it is entirely up to you. But with, and especially like I've heard, I've heard other performers go, "Well, I'm on set, I'm busy." They have online school now, right? That this is there is no excuse not to pursue an education, not to continue mm. to better yourself. And look, if you for some reason find that you're you you're not able to do a class structure, well, you know, read and just enrich yourself. But at the end of the day, there really is no excuse not to get an education anymore.
0: Thanks to mm-hmm. the
7: internet and everything going on, so that's my personal advice to people looking to get in this industry. You know, and and be safe about it. You know, wh- one of the things that I do hear from young people, the kids, I could fall down without pads. Okay, right. so that's like telling me that's like telling me you stayed MMA. That's the dumbest thing you could have ever said. To me. <laughs> Like I'm looking at you going, so basically I am not taking you. I'm not hiring you because you are a liability. Liability. Yeah, exactly. You you can do, you're going to, your first bragging right is that you can do all of that without wearing pads. That actually should not be your first bragging right. Because in my experience, you have just told me you are taking no safety precautions. And at this point, take after take, you may get injured. Now, granted, exactly. women, we don't get pads 9 <laughs> out of 10 because of the clothing we wear. It is mm-hmm. what it is. But if I have clothes and I can wear, like, you know, if, I, if I'm wearing proper clothing, uh, yes, I will put the pads on. Right. I'm, safety first. When you have, like, some of these young guys, you know, your, your kids, you know, yeah, I can do all that without the pads. So I'm better than the older guys. No, you're not because you're going to be done in a year. Well, maybe less. Yeah. Because you're going to get uh-huh. injured being, not being smart about it, not protecting yourself. Right. Um, so that's another thing is understand that, especially with the stunt department, the stunt department in SAG is called stunt and safety, not stunt uh-huh. and daredevil. It's called stunt <laughs> and safety. So the fact uh-huh. that it's called stunt and safety, let's just, you know, really reflect on that for a minute. That means that we are taking, for the most part, calculated risk.
0: Mm-hmm. So, exactly
7: and safety. We are not there for, stu- this is not, no, we're not intending to injure anyone. If we go, when we go to set, we work together, we train together, we know each other's families. You want everyone to go home to their wife, kids, husband, and kids. You don't mm-hmm. want to be on the bad end of that phone call. The goal right. is not to injure your friends and the people that you consider family. You know, it's to do our job, entertain the masses, have fun while we do it, do what we love, and, you know, get on to the next
2: job. You know, that, that's, it's a awesome. lot about
7: getting hurt and showboating. So. Right
2: on. I'm, I'm glad you put that out there because, boy, I meet too many people that are I, – I get the kids that, that, are, that are into the WWE stuff, and they'll, like, slam – you know, do the back right. slam – slams and stuff like that and i'm like that is just the stupidest crap i've ever heard of you're gonna die at- before you're even old enough to get into the wwe <laughs> exactly. calculated risk you know it's
7: like right you want to go to wwe that is cool because those are some amazing performers like i love watching lucha and i love watching i yeah. i'm a big wrestling fan um and but that's real that's the people when people say oh it's fake are you kidding me no, 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 You can't
2: fake no, no. no. a suplex. No,
7: you cannot. No, you cannot.
2: No, you cannot. And, yeah.
0: and
7: so, you know, it's, it's like, again, calculated risk. Like you said, if you're going to, like, bash up yourself before you get proper training, you're not doing yourself any favors. Go right. get proper training. Find a mentor. Find a teacher. Um, and also, read biographies. If you have, mm-hmm. a, a like, example, if you have a WWE wrestler that you really like that you're like, wow, wow. I want to be like that guy when I'm older or that girl. Right. Go read their biography and find out what did they do that got them there? Like exactly you know find out who they're like you'll finally all have mentors. Like what if mm. people ask me how did I get where I'm at? Mentors. I have a lot of mentors
0: mm-hmm. that got
7: me where I'm at. And and I made better judgments because of my mentors Mm -hmm. you know so so I'm a proponent of read the biographies you want to go into any I mean that's any field really any field if you want to be a scientist you know what kind of scientist do you want to be why don't you read the biographies of who invented or cured what and you might find that wow okay there's some direction
2: very cool awesome Yay! Well, I wish we had more time, Crystal. Thank you so but much for joining us. But I do have us. a question for Crystal, real quick. What's that? Yes.
3: Crystal, can, can we count on you for a little appearance at the telethon for the Martial Arts History Museum on the 11th?
7: Of course you can! I am a big supporter of the Martial Arts History Museum,
3: and right everything on.
7: Michael Matsuda does, and you guys do, and I am 100% there.
0: Uh, Absolutely. Good. Very That's cool. Exciting.
2: Thank you so much. And I found the I is going to stop really loud. Thank I don't you know so why. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a great <laughs> rest of the weekend. We'll see you later. Bye-bye now. Right. Bye bye now.
5: Bye. Bye.